Hello everyone, this is Srinivasan from CFO British. Continuing our discussions about cash flow management, today I am going to share some glimpses and some thoughts and possibly some tips about receivables management. Now there is not a client or there is not a company that I have come across where receivable is a challenge, it is an issue. Receivable efficiency is measured in the form of days sales outstanding otherwise known as DSO. If, if the target DSO is X, the actual DSO happens to be at least 3X and this is right across the industry. You can look at the listed entities and you can come to a conclusion about the DSO yourself. Now why this the DSO is, is increasing? Let's look at the order to cash cycle as a set of pipeline. Now as mentioned in the intro, we are going to chase what are potentially the items of leakages and blockages and what are possibly the items or touch points. So these are the three things that we need to keep in mind, leakages, blockages and touch points. And this will help us in effective receivables management. Now first, let us see when the company actually measures the DSO, it measures the DSO from the date of the invoice till the date of the, the payment. Is this actually the sales cycle? Not necessarily. The sales cycle starts from the day the entity receives the purchase order. Most of the entities do not measure the DSO from the date of the purchase order. The most sharper definition of a DSO internally what a company can do, financial statements won't have this data, it has to be derived from an ERP. Internally what one needs to have the data is to compare the DSO or to compile the DSO from the date of the purchase order. Maybe it should be seen in two, three sub-segments. Let us say from the date of the purchase order till the date of receipt of the purchase order, from the date of the purchase order till the date of supply of goods or services, from the date of supply or goods or services to the date of invoice and the date of acknowledgement of that invoice and the normal credit period and actual cash received. And if you look at it in this particular segment and if you start gathering data in a micro and minute details, the job of plumbing in the cash flow management is that of getting down to the micro details. There will be a lot of surprises. The real cash flow cycle you will understand the organizational efficiency we will understand that in a, in a better manner. So that's I would say that the real DSO should be from the date of the purchase order till the date of cash received that compiles the entire order to cash cycle. Now you know um, coming from there there is a second point many companies have 
how far they have aligned the invoicing system with the purchase order system of the client has always been a challenge in my experience. If the client gives you two purchase orders, send him two invoices. If the client gives you a purchase order at the last moment verbally, and if he only have a written purchase order, only one, send one invoice and send the, the verbal purchase order invoice in a separate invoice and remind him about the purchase order. Because if we mix up these two things of two purchase orders in one invoice, if for example, if there is any litigation or any dispute with respect to one of the purchase orders, at least the, you know, the payment of the other purchase order will be processed. Otherwise, a small amount of dispute can hold the entire cash flow in dispute and that will increase your DSOs. And generally we can see that if we can take care of this, we can actually minimize some of the blockages. Now second thing is also aligning our invoicing timeline with each of the client's payment cycle. Nowadays clients have got a payment cycle. Some client says that I will make a payment only on a Friday. Some other client says I will make payment once in 15 days. Some client might even have a monthly payment cycle. It depends upon the client's revenue cycle. Now we got to align our invoicing cycle with respect to the client's payment cycle. And this has to be programmed and this has to be taken care of in sending out the invoices so that we don't miss out on the credit period. And third most important issue is about number of touch points in the invoicing process or number of people, number of softwares dealing with the invoice process. The best is to make the invoicing process as a non-discretionary, automatic, single touch point process. Then there is, we are not really looking at any leakages. But typically in many industries, we can actually see that there are at least three to four people involved in the process of making an invoice, verifying the invoice, and then sending the invoice to them, printing the invoice, dispatching the invoice. Everything is a touch point, remember. Now, more the number of touch points, more the number of uh, uh, leakages or blockages possible. If one person is on leave, then the whole thing is going to get delayed by that many number of times. Now, automate the process of making the invoice and minimize the number of touch points. And, and remove any discretion in the process of making the invoices. Completely make it non-discretionary and make it automatic. In our experience, for example, I have seen that in, in, in a situation that one set of invoice comes from the ERP, the another set of invoice is, is made in Excel and some people make an invoice in a Word document, there is a third set of documents because and sometimes customers require you to make invoice in their format and they most sometimes they may even threaten you that look if the invoice is not made in my format. I won't even process your payment. Now, there is there is no need that the invoice has to be in a particular format. The invoice has to contain all the details and those can be managed by the ERP. You, If you start aligning your invoicing format as per the customer's invoicing format, you will have 1000 formats and then every invoice will be customized invoice. Instead of making customized products, 
the company will actually be making customized invoices. Now let the company focus on its own format which is common, comprehensive, all-inclusive and they must resist the temptation to make many formats of invoices and these are we have seen in our experience factors which result in delaying of payment from the customers and finest example is make a digital invoice sign it digitally and send it across by email no need to have any physical interaction and this will remove any loss or delay in acknowledgement or in further processing of the invoices and just to sort of summarize what we discussed today is prepare the DSO from the date of the purchase order understand the sub process within that and you will realize where is the efficiency where is the inefficiency align the invoicing process with that of the customers purchase order process align your invoice process also with the customers payment cycle and minimize the number of touch points minimize the number of systems which are making invoices make the invoicing process non-discretionary remove any discretion which is there in the invoicing process do not make invoice many formats of invoices make it comprehensive one format of invoice and digitize your invoices these are some of the techniques of just one process that we are dealing with which is the invoicing process and we will deal more with once the invoice is made then there are we are going to deal with collection and how do we manage the magical process of getting the money from the customer's bank account into your bank account that we will deal with that tomorrow.